Hi, it's Malin Flexing with Flex. So recently, I was hanging out with a bunch of new friends um, and we happened to be talking about, um, about life, about making money, work, and um, business, and site hustles. And I mentioned that I deliver for Amazon as my site hustle. And that really intrigued some of them because, you know, I told them I started in 2016 and they kind of wonder why I still do it almost five years later. Uh, yeah, it's almost five years now. And, you know, that got me thinking about what is it that I love about flexing and what it is I hate about flexing. And I thought I'll share it with you uh, in this video. So this is how I'm going to do it. I'm going to share my three things that I hate about Flex and three that I love. Uh, and then you can decide whether you agree with me or not. Or maybe you have a completely different list of things that you love and hate about Flex. Um, I want to hear it and I'm sure other people want to hear it and also give their two cents. Because you know how it is. Everybody has their thoughts on, on things related to Flex. Um, let's just have fun with it, okay? All right, so let's start off with what I hate about Amazon Flex. Um, it's in no particular order. So the first one, and I'm sure a lot of you agree with me, or maybe not. Uh, the first one is the fact that we have to use email support for any HR type of issues that we may have. Um, there's driver support that we can talk to, but they only handle things that are related to your deliveries when you are actively doing a blog. Um, other than that, they are useless <laughs> for HR type of issues. You can't talk to somebody to explain the situation to get it resolved quickly. Uh, everything has to be sent out via email. Uh, for example, let's say that... Um, you had to return packages. Like, let's say you have to ten, return 10 packages, which is a lot, um, for especially if you do it for logistics. And you have a very, very reasonable reason why you had to make that return. And you'll call driver support and tell them, hey, I have to do this, and please don't ding my, you know, my uh, activity hub. And then you see <laughs> those returns dinging your activity hub. So you kind of want to resolve it. Um, even if you sent an email as a, um, you know, as early on before it hit your activity hub, thinking that, okay, I want to resolve this before it even becomes a problem in your activity hub. And then you see this, right? And then you send an email saying, hey, I should not be dinged on my activity hub. And then all you get is like canned emails, canned emails. It's like they're buying time because, you know, at some point, um, if you flex some more, the activity hub would resolve itself. But it's not actually because, <laughs> because support did anything. Um, so I kind of, I, I, and you know what? Sometimes you don't know for sure whether it is support who did it or it's just time that fixed the problem. And and then sometimes you send them um, another uh, another email about another situation and they, their response is like, what? You're like, I didn't say anything about that. Like, this is like completely different thing altogether. The, like, did you not read this? Like, come on. <laughs> 
<laughs> right? So you're like very frustrated and I don't, I never feel like any of uh, any issues that I've ever sent. Okay, I would say 95% of any issues that I sent over has really been resolved satisfactorily. Um, one time I actually emailed something and they, they ended up like paying me. Like, I'm like, what? <laughs> It was just a question. It wasn't like, and I and then I thought about, hey, let me be honest and tell them, hey, I, I didn't ask for this money, like you should take it back. But then I was like, wait, they're sometimes so incompetent. I'm too afraid to like email back and afraid that they might screw up and take more money or do whatever. And I was like, no, I'm not going to poke the bear. <laughs> not gonna poke the bear and it's so sad when you had to think of it that way because you're like you're not sure whether they're competent enough to fix your issue or whatever it is that they the problem that they made so anyways that is what I hate uh email support the fact that I can't talk to somebody to just resolve something really quickly uh but of course if they need something they will call you off hours even um yeah I've actually gotten in the entire almost five years, I've gotten like three calls that are completely different. Uh, and the calls are from um, the calls were when I was already not doing flex, like, you know, like my time off or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it's just bizarre. Um, yeah, so that is my, uh, yeah, that is something I despise about flex. Okay, so this one is something that, I get very aggravated about, um, even thinking about it, I'm kind of like, um, is that when Amazon makes me at fault when it's the customer's fault, like, why am I being dinged for something that the customer did? Like, it's not fair. Um, one of it is like, uh, alcohol delivery. Like if the customer isn't there, why is it my fault? He picked the time to, uh, get his groceries, you know, he picked that delivery window, he knew what he ordered, and then he decides, oh, I'm not going to be there. Why is it my fault? Why? Um, and then um, how about the ones where, you know, trying to get into this apartment building or condo, it's like Fort Knox. You have, um, you need to get into uh, the front door, and then you also need a fob to get up on the in the elevator. Like, how is it my fault when I can't get to the customer's front door when they did not provide that information? And sometimes even with one click, which is the system that some buildings have where we can tap on this one click uh, in the app, it allows you into the front of the building into the building lobby but it doesn't get you up in the elevator so what's the point what is the point why are drivers being held responsible for something the customer did they don't provide the id then i'm sorry why is it why is it my fault see i'm getting upset about it i'm getting annoyed by thinking about it yeah that is something that should be corrected um yeah, Amazon, if you're listening and I know that you monitor a lot of different YouTube channels, this is something you should think about because, the, I mean, it's unreasonable to 
make it a driver's fault. And, and I am, I've been doing this a long time and I make so many efforts to try and, and complete the, or the delivery. And sometimes it's just impossible. Like recently I had uh, one delivery to UCSD, which is Uni university of California, San Diego. And it's this big new dorm buildings. And I'm trying to not <laughs> call people names. Uh, this person, it's a student there. They gave the address to the exchange, which is like a mailroom. And it's also alcohol delivery. Okay, so nobody at the exchange is going to give their ID to me, first of all, or even groceries. They're not going to take groceries. And so, um, you know, they don't know who you are. And they don't know whether you are over 21 or not. So they're not going to give their ID and accept alcohol. You know, it's illegal. Um, and then I texted the customer three times. And I voice sent him a voicemail twice. And so I'm still at fault? Come on. Oh, and then <laughs> this is unusual, okay? So six hours later, support calls me. Yeah, support calls me um, because the customer wants to know what happened. Dude, I texted you three times and I also called you and told you exactly what happened. Like, like don't pretend you don't know what happened. You ordered alcohol, you weren't there. The end. I don't know how better to explain this to you. So anyways, uh, yeah. So support actually called me and I'm like, I'm not working right now. I'm a flex driver. I don't need to talk to the customer because you're not paying me to talk to the customer. And she's like, that's okay. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to put the customer on, but he wants to know what happened. I'm like, he knows what happened. I texted that to him and I told, and I gave her the rundown of it. And I'm like, he needs to put his building number. If he wants this, uh, this, uh, any grocery deliveries, especially when there's alcohol, he needs his ID. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I, yeah, I get very annoyed by this topic of being dinged by, because of the customer's fault, essentially. Okay. So here's another thing that I hate about Amazon. And I, I have to apologize first before I say this, or I guess I'm not apologize so much as like tell you it's not personal because I know some of you are brand, brand new. Um, but I hate the fact that Amazon is continuously onboarding newer, new drivers. Um, I don't mind if Amazon onboards new drivers, if there's a lot of work, but there aren't a lot of work. Um, you know, the amount of drivers that are there for Amazon versus the amount of work that's available for drivers, it's a huge disparity that's you know this is this is how much they are how many drivers there are and there's this much work and so it's just very frustrating and i kind of get it that in the um amazon flex uh, main website they kind of said they kind of indicate that this is really not a full-time job but it's more for um site hustle like part-time but still you know people enjoy the income that's coming in from flex um and so they've resorted to cheats and bots and things like that and to me like why are you onboarding more people um again <laughs> no offense for those of you who just started uh but you'll get 
what I'm feeling or and what other drivers who've been doing this for a few years how they feel um, once you've been doing this a while um, so yeah I, I despise that part but I know it's a complete it's kind of like the um, general philosophy of all gig work uh, of all gig companies um, so it's not just flex they do it with uber they do it with shipped and instacart and all that kind of stuff um yeah i dislike that part of it okay so let's focus on something more positive and uh share with you what i do love about amazon flex uh the first one that comes to mind every single time is the fact that with flex it allows me to get away from my computer because I'm growing my own business. Um, so it lets me get away from the computer and still make some money. And yet I am not responsible for having to talk to too many people. Like when I'm at the pickup location, I don't have to talk to other flex drivers. Um, you know, that's a, a choice versus a must. Um, and I don't have to deal with customer service type of stuff. So once I drop off the packages, uh, I'm done. Um, so it's very easy. So I'm done. If there's any issues with the product, I don't have to deal with it. So that is huge for me. Um, having to have an outlet where I can leave my place, uh, I can get away from my computer, be social, if I want to be social and I don't have to be social when I'm not in the mood to talk to people. Um, so that is definitely my uh, one of my top loves about doing Flex. Another thing that I love about Flex is that it is still, in my opinion, one of the better paying gigs that there is out there uh, without having to... Uh, use too much of my brain power. Um, there's something about Flex that is appealing, and I don't know how to explain this, but some of you get it. Um, it's super easy where I can, I I can get skill on a few different things, and then everything else is just you know, same same without having to use my brain power too much. Um, you know because. Once you know how to pick up, all you do is pick up, store everything in your car, and then go to a customer's location, get their stuff, drop it off, and then repeat. <laughs> Rinse and repeat, right? And and then you get paid for it. Like, I'm just like, like, you know, again, I, okay, I don't like shopping. And I know people who enjoy, you know, doing shipped or Instacart, and that's great, you know. Uh, and from what I heard, it's those are still pretty good earning uh, gigs. Um, I like Flex because I'm only delivering. That's it. I, I don't want to shop. I don't want to do substitution. I don't want to communicate with a customer. I don't want to, you know, like text them saying, hey, oh, you know, like being all nicey-nicey. <laughs> I just don't. Um, and like even being an Uber driver, I just don't want people in my car. I don't want to do small talk. I'm not a huge small talk person and I can't imagine doing that. But to me, based on my personality and what I do and do not like, this is a perfect gig because it gives me pretty good um, payout. Um, and it's easy to do. There's no major skill set that you need. Uh, as long as you have common sense and you can take direction, 
you're good to go with this uh with this particular gig okay so another thing i love about flex is the flexibility i don't have to work if i don't feel like it um I know that some of you are doing this for 40 hours or trying to get 40 hours and I think there's still flexibility with that um, because I find that if you're you're able to work like late nights for example those are easy blocks to get to be honest um, and if you want to um, have a side gig that pays well where you know because you want to pay off uh your debt for example student loans or maybe you're saving for vacation flex is great because like i said literally it's flexible um if you feel like working you can work if you don't feel like working uh you don't have to um here in san diego we consistently have evening blocks for logistics all the time day in day out every day so there is no excuse not to at least have one block um and logistics isn't as popular as um, grocery deliveries but if you wait around for um, a surge for your logistics um your logistics block it's almost as good as as um as grocery deliveries because you don't have to be on your phone all the time trying to find the block you know you're not tapping 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 like i know people who would tap all day long just to get two blocks for grocery deliveries and it's a waste of time tapping um even those people who who pay bots i know there are bots that are popular out there that that would take your money but at the same time can't guarantee you 40 hours because they would take anybody who's willing to pay and um even those people i've heard have a hard time getting 40 hours sometimes so um and, and i'm talking about grocery delivery so if you are willing to take um evening blocks uh for logistics you know that's those are good actually and yeah i i don't yeah so the flexibility on whether I want to do flex or not is is awesome for me. At least for me, uh, I don't know about you guys, but yeah, I love the f the flexibility of it that I don't have to show up for work when I don't want to. Um, so that's huge for me. Hey, you still watching? I hope you subscribe, share, it, and like my videos because otherwise, no blogs for you.